Welcome to Paddock Perspectives. Today, we're going to be talking about our favorite drivers on the grid right now. So we're going to rank our top 10. Um, so, Olivia, you can go first. My number 10 is Esteban Ocon. Okay, okay. Um, didn't put him in my top 10, but he was pretty close. I think he's done pretty well since he's gotten his chance back at Alpine after taking a year off. What was that, 2021 he took a year off? Yeah. Yes. He lost his seat for a while. Why did you pick him? I love that he's just such a goofy guy, and he just like... He... Oh, I, I loved it when he was on the podium in um, Monaco last yeah. year. Esty baby. baby. He's just... He's, he's having fun, and he loves what he does, and you can see it. I do think he has done really well especially last year i think he performed just as well as gasly at alpine yeah the the car was not consistent enough for them so i think he's on a great team for him right now because i think alpine if they can get it together there i mean do you think they're a middle they're gonna be better in 2024 Actually, I honestly need to do a little bit of research into what they're doing with the car work. yeah um, I've been doing a lot into McLaren lately, so mm -hmm. they're looking good. That's another topic. Good day, though. I will let you know my yeah. number ten is going to be Oscar Piastri. Yeah, um, you had him lower than I thought you would have him. I tried to put him higher, <laughs> but as I said, uh, everyone else is just so good. It's it's an amazing sport that for that reason. Yeah, twenty drivers. It's, I mean, you like them all in sports in America, uh, football. How many people are on a football team? I don't know. I mean, there's multiple different squads, kickers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's probably like 60 plus people. Don't quote me. I'm not, I don't know my football. But, anyways, back to the topic on hand. Um, Oscar, I would like to put him higher. I just couldn't because of everybody else, but. He was amazing last year and one of the only drivers we've witnessed in the last few years really not have a rookie issue. Yeah. Did did he have he a practice right? Is it like a duck in water? No. He kept up with Norris whenever he got a chance. Yeah. He was consistent. I don't remember him ever really crashing or I mean he got into incidents. Yeah. Not crashes. Mm -hmm. You know. So I think he is on his way up. McLaren is a perfect place for him. I agree. From what I've been reading about the McLaren background right now, mm -hmm. I mean, after all of their progress last year, leaving their car open-ended with their development and mm -hmm. in the middle of the year being able to put that into place as opposed to Ferrari and Mercedes who got stuck with their initial design last year. Yeah. Sky's the limit for Piastri. So my number nine, I went with Alexander Albin. Okay, okay. I where did I even put Albin on here? I oh, I see him now. I love that he never gives up on anything. I've seen some and interviews of him, and he's such a humble guy. He knows that he has gotten like a second opportunity. Yeah, and you can see it. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was great last year. Yeah, you expect expected him to be in the top 10. Yes. He is Russell 2.0 at Williams. I think he's 
maybe almost better than him, in my opinion. But that's another topic. Wow. Okay. I don't know if we can be what we are, <laughs> but we'll figure that out on a later date. We'll figure that out on another, another podcast. Who's your number nine? My number nine is going to be Carlos Sainz. Okay. You put him lower than I expected, I, too. Honestly. It's really hard. It's really hard. <laughs> yeah. We did rank the 20, and just letting you guys know. It was really it just, hard. It was a lot, and we thought it'd be more interesting to just dive into the top 10 because we realized the top 20 there because we didn't know where to put them. So there was lack of interest. Why don't you continue on with... Um, no, you got to talk about your number nine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't give you any info. No. Signs is great. Everybody else in front of him is also pretty damn good. <laughs> but I just can't put him any higher because whenever I compare him to Charles on his team, I just wouldn't bet against him. Mm -hmm. But he is he is very good. I I honestly think, which kind of sucks, but he's like a number one driver on a not Ferrari. That's just my opinion. Like a number one driver on McLaren and I I think Norris Norris would do better in that Ferrari. Not that that you would think so? happen. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Hmm. But I have that's interesting. That's an interesting pairing. I don't think that would ever happen. I don't. Norris. I mean, they are friends, but they that that I that wouldn't be a good pairing. Yeah, that's why I was like, that's interesting. If anybody wants to know those, those are two very very competitive people. You know, like the two drivers. There's there's a point to the one and two driver. Yeah. And it, it's odd when you get to understand the drivers. You can't have two number one drivers on a team. Which is, it, it's weird when you're talking about only 20 people and you're like, mm -hmm. oh, that's a number one. Eh. It, it's odd, but yeah. you, you kind of start to realize it after you watch for a while. Um, So Oscar Piastri is my number eight. I went with him because of his nose. His nose. The forehead. It's the there forehead. we go. There we go. Oh yeah, the accent. He has not only had an amazing rookie year, but he has proven that he deserves to be here. When you watch him race, he's neck and neck with everybody for a rookie. He's gotten multiple podiums. He's got three, four. Yeah, and and didn't he win a sprint? No, I don't. I don't think yeah. he won. He got a. I think he, he got, got a podium, podium in, a in a sprint. I don't know if he won a sprint. I want to know. I do too. Look that up. My number eight is gonna be Alex Albon. Okay. I think he has done everything right at Williams, mm -hmm. as you said earlier. Has not misstepped. He has qualified very high. Gotten into Q three most of the year last year. He is Mr. Saturday, just like George Russell was when he was there. He is on the trajectory to be on a better team. And I think he needed that time away when he was on Red Bull. And they pulled his seat in the middle of the year and put... No, no, he got put on there and he didn't get his seat back. He had to take a year off. Mm -hmm. And he came back to Williams and he knew it was his second shot. You can see any interview. He knows. So he deserves a pretty high spot. Who is your number seven? Lando Norris. Okay. 
I can't really get mad because we're getting to like the yeah. goats here. I think I think he had a really good season. He placed pole. Didn't he place pole in like two or three sprints? I don't think he won a sprint, but he was pole. And I think for two or three sprints. And I think he started pole for two or three races. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Norris had. And he had four podiums? He didn't have first, but he. No, he had four podiums. But still has yet to. Have a first place. Have a first, but. This will be the year. Um, he he got second into quite a few times last year and yeah, itching for that first. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to happen last year, to be honest. All right. So. Go, what's your number seven? Your boy, <laughs> George Russell. Georgie. If you asked me to do this last year, I would have put him higher. Yeah. I think last year hurt his confidence a lot. I'm not sure which race it was. Oh, it was Singapore. And he was chasing mm-hmm. down with Lewis Hamilton, uh, was chasing Carlos Norris. Sainz, and Norris. Mm-hmm. That amazing race from Sainz. Amazing. But that is beyond the point. He made a very, very huge error in that race and clipped the wall with his back tire and went right into the barrier. Yep. And they were catching Norris. I mean, and yeah. Hamilton and him were catching. They could have easily got like the like it the two would have three in a two three mm-hmm. easy. That to me was a point where I feel like if he was on Williams, I would have never thought that would ever happen. And he had opportunities, uh, the off opportunity at Williams to show his stuff, mm-hmm. and he always did. Yeah. And now he's on Mercedes. More times than not, I see him trying to make the move, and it doesn't happen. And I don't know if that's a confidence issue, mm-hmm. if it's a team issue because they don't really know what to do with him a lot of the time on the radio it's miscommunication yeah. kind of sounds like ferrari sometimes yeah but yeah that would that would be georgie yeah for me. so i'm not gonna disagree with you because my number six is george for all of those reasons i was assuming you were gonna think i would have him higher on my list than number six but he's at number six because of singapore because he's trying to be a red driver when he's not a red driver and we're going to talk about red and blue drivers in another episode. Yeah, but a quick spiel on that just so you know what they are. A red driver starts out aggressive as they can be and they kind of dial it back until they find comfort in their driving. So, for example, if they were to take an outlap, they would go as fast as they can and push the limits and then dial it back to a place that's manageable. A blue driver, on the other hand, would build up their confidence in a lap and they would try to, you know, just kind of learn where they want to go with the car and the flow. So that being said, that's what a red and blue driver is. And I think it's also about aggression. Yeah, yeah. But they start aggressive if you're a red driver and a blue. So like in in certain turns, Max Verstappen is a red driver. Correct. And... He's gonna fight. It's something's gonna happen. Yeah. When you're that close to him, like either he's gonna pass you, you're gonna pass him, or somebody's gonna hit. I mean, he knows how to drive. Yeah. So I'm not saying that. That's kind of the the spiel on that. Um. So yeah, that that's why he's my number six because I agree with everything that you're saying. Okay. Okay. I really want him to do well for 2024. I think he will. I think he definitely will. 
I'm going to let you know my sixth driver. And I think this is going to surprise you because I'm, I'm pretty sure he's not even in your top 10. Um, Daniel Ricardo. Mm-hmm. I don't think his best days are over. I don't think they are either. And I think he's being groomed and he's getting some practice in at Alpha Tauri, mm-hmm. whatever name. <laughs> it's it's something weird that's undetermined. So anyways, I think he's practicing at the sister Red Bull team at the moment. And he's going to take over Perez's position if he doesn't step up. Because Perez has definitely dropped the ball compared. Mm-hmm. If somebody were to say something about Perez not being able to, I mean, getting enough points last year. Yeah, sorry. He's not even near Max. He's near some of the other drivers in points on other teams. Their cars are nowhere near as good as his. Yeah. So I think Daniel's going to be taking that spot soon enough. Why he's still at six, because I feel like people see that he's hungry still. He did have to sit out and then he took over last year in the middle of the year and broke his hand. Yeah. Like immediately. Yeah. (laughs) He's on the right path. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I, and the only reason he's as far down as he is is because everyone else above him is so deserving of that spot. Yeah. This list is hard. It was hard to make. 100%. For my number five, I went with, which is why you put him, putting him so low is so shocking, Carlos Sainz. I understand that. I just, I am looking at my top five, mm-hmm. and I don't know how I would put any of them lower. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, with that being said, um, mine's mine's Lando, five. Okay. He is my favorite driver, if nobody knows. Yes. I got a polo shirt with his name on the back, like they wear before they get in their race stuff, so I think he can be a world champion one day. I agree. I didn't mean to take over. What what was your reasoning for um, signs being number five? Singapore. If nobody knows, Singapore was... Beautiful. You want to watch any race that was worthwhile last year. That was it. Signs coming around the corner. Norris is right behind him. Ferrari is messaging signs so that, oh, Norris is right behind you. And he's like, I'm doing it on purpose. Everybody seemed dumbfounded, and Sainz is like, no, I'm trying to keep him within a certain point. It was wild. It was amazing. It was some of the best racing I have seen all season. Some of the best racing I've seen, period. Yeah. That was amazing. We're going to go on to number four. Yeah. I went with Charles Leclerc. So did I. We did it. We matched up. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. That's three times for those of you who don't know that we've matched up. Yeah, they wouldn't know because they didn't know the second half because it was a waste of time. (laughs) (laughs) He had a good season. It wasn't I don't think it was his best season last year, but I think he did have a good season. Charles Leclerc, number four for both of us. I just don't think Ferrari and him are on the same page. He is a great driver and he should be pulling in the scraps i guess from red bull honestly he should be there um not only was ferrari not up to snuff last year they did not communicate and there were so many instances yeah where they would they were talking to either carlos 
or Charles, and they seem like they were on different planets. Right. Talking about plan A, plan B, plan C, and they're asking Carlos and Charles, yeah, does that sound good? I, they don't, they shouldn't know. They're not mm-hmm. the ones sitting and looking at all the graphs and everything. That being said, Charles is great. I just don't think he's had the opportunity to show nearly enough. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So tell me about your number three. My number three is going to be Fernando Alonso. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's yours? Lewis Hamilton. I went back and forth. <laughs> Alonso. So I looked it up. Alonso is a two-time world champion. Yes. And I think it was 2005, 2006. Long time ago. Wow. Um, what, it was like 20 years ago. You better almost. be nice to Papi Lanzo. Papi Lanzo. That's our favorite name. Don't call him, him old. He is old. He's 42. But Even his prime. For a race car driver? I'm not sure. Well, we're getting off topic. <laughs> he is amazing at defending. I yes. watch any race that there is an Alonzo train, which happens very often. It didn't happen a lot last season. I mean, he got three podiums, I think, in a row. He did very well last season. Aston Martin at the beginning of the year got it right. Yes. They were picking up the... Picking up the pieces. Picking up the pieces at the end of the year. He's on the right track, and I think he's going to stay at Aston Martin if they can throw money at him. Yeah. The development of that car, from what I know, Mm -hmm. they went back to the original model of that car at the end of the season, so... Okay, for those of you who don't know, they developed their car throughout the season. And they had gone with a different design. The beginning of the year, they were pretty good, but they developed it in the wrong direction, obviously. I'm not sure what they did. By the end of the year, they went back to like the original design from the beginning of the year. Right. So that's no progress. Correct. (laughs) That's bad. Um, So hopefully we see something different here. And... (laughs) Obviously, there's a lot of teams in that same boat, but at the beginning of last year, I think we were both on the same conclusion that Alonso was the guy. Yeah. He was doing great. Mm -hmm. He is great. Aston Martin's questionable. That is a big question mark for me. I put Lewis at three because I just think the other two are better. There's Seven-time world champion Hamilton. Yeah. What was it? Uh, four times consecutive world champ? No, I think it's still six times. It was four times, I think. Consecutively? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 17, 18, 19, and 20. Wild. Wild That's times. one's 21, 22, and 23. 21 was that tight race at it was the very, end of the race. It was down to they, the last they race. They reset on the last lap. Mm-hmm. And Toto was so mad. Oh, Toto was so mad. So mad. Toto Wolf. The, Y'all want to see Toto angry. Toto Wolf. watch the, that scene. Um, principal. Is he the pr- he's the principal for Mercedes? Yeah, he's the principal for Mercedes. I I knew he was like in charge. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know if he was like the CEO person, like Zach Brown on McLaren. Yeah, because he's not the principal. That's he is. He's that's the Stella. CEO and principal. No, Stella. Oh, that's true. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. He might be the technical director. You might be right. I think he is the principal CEO, and then the technical director is Andrea Stella. For number two, I have Fernando Alonso. I have Lewis Hamilton. We did a little switcheroo there. Yeah, that was. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we both kind of went over those two, so we yeah. had to reiterate. Because Samesies. I think he's <laughs> mine. That was hard just to well, figure out who to put two and who to put three. 
Yeah. I mean, when you're getting yeah. down to this, it's they're trading blows of championships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Max is going to be my number one, obviously. Obviously. That's the only one I haven't said as well. So, And it's not recency bias, guys. It's not. Uh-uh. He's it. He's go miles ahead. It's He's the amazing. way he drives. It's the way he talks. It's the way he thinks. Well, it, it, that was the example I was trying it's to just, give. It's because, okay, he's in a press conference and somebody says, you know, how's the environment or how was it to to win this race? His his response is always like, oh, the car was good. It could have done better in some corners and all that. He's thinking about the next race and what yeah. he can improve from every single time. I'm like, that is dangerous <laughs> that guy knows what he's doing yeah I, he's meticulous yep and i really I enjoy think. watching him oh yeah i'm so glad that we're getting to what somebody this. needs to get up there with him that would be fun yes get him some real competition come on mercedes be some real competition yeah i don't think so next. you're hoping for mclaren i don't think mclaren will be too you don't think they'll be too i'm hoping ferrari can figure their crap out you're hoping for a Ferrari number two. They haven't been good in a long time. And I like both of those drivers. Yeah. I, I would very much like. like Honestly, to be there's like there, so many options that I would be okay with for like two, three, and four. Like there's so many options. I'd be like, yeah, I'd be okay with that. Because I know no one's going to take number one, but Red Bull. I mean, it might be closer than you think because Red Bull might have not as dominant of a car because people are going to replicate that a lot. You have to go with what the progress has been over the last few years with all of these teams. And the only teams I see the development really improving is possibly Ferrari if they can get technical things under control. Yeah. Their car has a good design. They can heat up the tires. They can do qualifying just like the Haas. Mm-hmm. They just fall off and they, they realize they could heat up the rear tires very easily. Well, in certain conditions, that's good. I want Ferrari to be up there and that's my hope i yeah. know your hope is mercedes and that's very possible yeah i think i wouldn't be upset if it was ferrari though they're also gonna have issues when i think they actually get good and competitive against red bull with russell and hammy getting feisty with each other you think so I mean, you saw that turn last year when um, they both pushed each other off. I mean, Lewis did apologize, realizing that it was his fault. After but the f- at, at the moment, on the first turn of, oh, crap, it was a night race. I'm not sure where. But it was at the end of the year, and they were both going around turn one. They just weren't giving up any space, and Russell got stuck in the middle. And for some reason, Hamilton tried to go around the outside, and... Went right into the side of, not right into the side, but just pop. They both touched tires and screwed up both of their races. It was kind of hard to watch. That's going to be our top 10 list. Yeah. And we're glad you guys came to hang out with us for a bit. We'll see you next time on Paddock Perspectives.